Our guest today is one of the most critically acclaimed speakers and teachers in the world today, uh, considered a true thought leader. And he's the founder of the Agape Spiritual Community uh, here in Los Angeles. And he's just had a huge impact on my life, creating one of these programs that was just truly transformational for me, the life visioning process. You know, so he's got audio programs, books, uh, incredible talks and things like that that you can look up and just dive into that world. It's just incredibly powerful and insightful. And I'm so very grateful and honored to have him on the show today. And I'm happy to share this conversation with the incredible Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith. Let's dive right in. Man, it looks like the uh, Dr. Strange is like, can stop, stop time. <laughs> That's where bro. they got it from. <laughs> <laughs> Another dimension. That somebody went to Brazil yeah. and got this and then flew to the last time we were in Egypt and flew and brought this to me in the pyramid. Wow, come on. Seriously. That is so magical. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that goes, is Dr. Lo- Dr. Strange. <laughs> I said, what? He brought one for me and one for my brother. Wow. Yeah. Because you have how many siblings? Two. Two? Mm-hmm. So it's two brothers? Yeah. Wow, yeah. And so all you guys moved to D.C. or were you? No, I was the only one born at the time. Okay. So you're the those, oldest. Those two yeah. were born in, D- in L.A. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so, and then you went to, was it Morehouse? I went to Morehouse. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so what got you back out here? Well, I transferred to USC. Okay. And my family was here. Yeah. You know, my son was here, every, you know. So I came back home. Got it, got it. So I'm curious, and I, I don't know the answer to this myself, but what got you interested in people? Like, what got you interested in just being of, of service to other people? I love people, first of all. And then uh, I primarily, you know, when you're in service, you know, when, when, you, when you understand um, the nature of reality, the nature of the interconnectedness between people, between each, each and every one of us, uh, you're here for each other, you know. So, so I, I, I live to be in service, and so that connects me to people. Now, I know a lot of people who are in service, but they don't necessarily like people, so they mm. have a hard job. Yeah. I have an easy job because I like people, and I like being of service. You know, helping motivate, inspire, encourage, activate. You know, it, it's all a part of who I am. So, mm. yeah, so, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, what about the folks? We were just talking about this too. That are in service, but they don't want to be in service. You know, can you work on that to? Because I think you just mentioned it that there's an interconnectedness that yeah. I don't think we realize. Right. Well, when you when when you when you have to do something you don't like doing it, then you have to pray to fall in love with what you don't like to do. And that that's also gives you a, a hedge in success, because being successful, there are things you don't like to do, you know, and developing a discipline around it. So you have to, you know, establish an intention to really fall in love with the things you don't like to do. Just like you have to fall in love with eating certain vegetables. You know, you can't have an immature taste bud your whole life and eat candy. You know, you have to eat spinach, you have to, I, I've grown to like beets, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, so in that same way, there are things we may not have a proclivity towards, so we have to ask, let me fall in love with this part, yeah. until what you don't like to do becomes something that you, 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 you start to like, and then it becomes, it becomes really cool. Yeah, well, you just said a dirty word in there, you said discipline. Yeah. So, I, even when... When I hear it, it's still there's a little tinge of like, that's, that sounds very difficult. Well, you know, when you look at the word disciple, the, the, the disciple comes from a word that means you're, you're in love with something. 
So if you're a disciple of something, you're a disciple of the martial arts, you're a disciple of music, disciple of the piano, you actually love the music. You actually love the outcome. So when you, uh, so, so when you become a disciple, discipline becomes a blissipline, mm. a word I coined many years ago. And you actually, it's not like, I gotta do this, you know, I, I don't wanna do it, but I gotta do it. You actually start falling in love with the outcome of what you're doing in that moment. You know, so if it's, if it's martial arts, if it's exercise, if it's nutrition, eventually the outcome of the discipline that has become the discipline, you actually dig it. You know, mm. you, you, you look at anybody who's working on themselves, and once they start to see the results of their work, something happens inside. You know, they get excited about the chemicals start flowing in their body, uh, neurons start firing, you know, the endorphin starts kicking in. It's like, yeah, this is tough right now to lift this weight. This is tough right now to do whatever it is I'm called to do, but I'm so connected to the outcome that the discipline has now become a blissipline. I'm into, I mean, the bliss, the, the bliss chemicals are flowing, mm. you know. So, yeah, I think in our culture, discipline has become a bad word, but we have to reclaim it yeah. and take it to another level. Yeah, and I really think that it's freedom in a sense, which Absolutely. is so crazy, you know. Yeah. Like, what's so amazing to me is when you were talking earlier, I realized that Sometimes when those crazy words and thoughts come out of my mind, like I'm to the place where I'll see it coming out, like, now you know that's not true. Right. And I'm able to bring myself back to what is real. Right. You know. Well, that's, that, that, that's authority and that's a level of mastership when you can see it and then pull yourself back. But the person who's living in the victim stage, they can't pull themselves back. Yeah, they don't even see it. Yeah. It, yeah. Just, it just becomes a habit. Yeah. So I'll say, you know, it's okay to vent. Yeah, you, vent, you may vent to a person. You may have a good friend in which yep. you say, hey, this went down. I don't like it. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, you vent it. But then if you call somebody else and do the same thing again, now that's practicing what you don't want. You see, now, mm -hmm. I'm, now I'm taking my vent and I'm making it a part of my practice. Then I'm going to call this next person and say, you just said it to this person. Why are you going to call this person and say the same thing? And then call this person and say the same thing. By the time you get to this person, you should be finished. <laughs> right. You know, and you're also spreading that yeah that energy, and everybody's agreeing with you about yeah. the negative yeah. thing that yeah, you're yeah. seeing, affirming you. No, you 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 have to vent, but then the next time, it should be at a higher level of conversation. Yeah. yeah. So this speaks to having people in our life that are supportive of that, of bringing you back to the Absolutely. truth. You right. know, and so I want to talk about that. I, mean, I personally, and I've expressed this many times. I, but I really feel that our relationships are the most influential things in like the tangible reality yeah. on our health yeah. and just our success overall. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of folks listening right now, are, you know, there are many people who are in wonderful relationships or they're working towards it. But some folks are just, you know, that's their story. Like, right. You know, I used to say years ago that when you choose a relationship, you're biting off a chunk of your destiny. You're, you're actually choosing the direction you're going to walk in. So you actually have to choose the people you're going to be around because that's what your life is going to look like. And so, <clears throat> so you want to transcend neediness. So you're not just being around people just to not be lonely, mm -hmm. you know, so that the people that you're around are a part of the tribe of becoming, the tribe of e each of us want to become the next great version of ourselves. So there has to be a kind of uh, a, an agreement among the people we hang out with that we're actually trying to be better. And we're, with the awareness that wherever we are, 
we're barely scratching the surface to the next level of our awareness. You know, so we're not sitting on our laurels, I'm all that, I've got it made, you know. And so if that's a part of your tribe's credo, that we're all evolving, that becomes a part of our intention, then the conversations within that tribe are supportive and helpful, encouraging, sometimes tough love, you know, but it's all in the process of us, gro of us growing. You know, and then we have to understand what a relationship is. It's a ship of transformation. It's a, it's a, it's a ship in which individuals, whether it's business, whether it's intimate, whatever it is, we are participating in something bigger than ourselves. So uh, I, I, I say that a relationship is a joint participation in the good of life, meaning um, you have two fish swimming in the ocean. You know, they're, they're doing their thing. One fish may say to the other fish, hey, you know what? If you make me happy, I'm going to give you all the water you can handle. <laughs> you know? But they're swimming in it. Right. You know, <laughs> one fish can't give the other fish water. So they're actually, they're actually relating in something bigger than both of them, water. Mm -hmm. So we're all relating in something bigger than all of us. That's love. Yeah. We're surrounded by love. We're surrounded by infinite potential. So a relationship is a joint participation in something bigger than all of us. And if we're all connected to something bigger, then I have more to share with you. You have more to share with me because I'm not trying to get it from you. Yeah. And you're not trying to get it from me. We're getting it from where it is. But we're swimming together and we're sharing with each other and we're loving each other. We're supporting each other because it's infinite. It's not going to run out. You know, that, those two fish, they're not running out of water. Yeah. You know, so they can share infinitely and swim and jive and do, avoid the hooks. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, this made me think of uh, to also be weary of the fish who, who talk that way to you. you right, know? Like, right. I'll give you all the water you want. Right, you know? right. Because that, that's how another way that we can Ma manipulate each other. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So with, with that said, um, another big relationship that we have today is with Social media, man, you right. know, and just with the internet, it's a whole new entity yeah. that never existed before in human history. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing this more and more, and I'm definitely concerned about it, and I'm making moves myself proactively. I mean, with, it starts within my own household, yeah. but also just at a larger scale because I see the potential. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's beautiful parts to it, and there's with anything. negativity, yeah. but, um, but people establishing their value through those mediums mm -hmm. that, you know, a certain amount of likes or followers gives a certain level of importance. And, you know, I've seen it within myself as well. And I see how easy you can fall into that, into that trap. And so, especially for younger kids and, and especially. Their, their malleable minds, you know. Yeah. And so what, from, you, from your perspective, what, because it's a thin line of having inspiration mm -hmm. from the things we might see on social media to feeling that we're not enough. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you think we can do to kind of traverse this? Yeah, I think just having the conversation, first of all, but you're right when you say that, you know, I didn't have to deal with that coming up in, in elementary school, yeah, junior high school. You know, you actually talk with people. You actually, yeah. you actually uh, if you had to beef with somebody at school, you, you dealt with it. Yeah. Now somebody has a tool that they can actually say something to somebody that they wouldn't say to that person's face. Facts. You know what I mean? They wouldn't, say, they wouldn't say that. They, if you were with the person and you had an issue, you would actually talk to that person say, I don't agree with you. There'd be a conversation. There'd be something going on that would eventually get resolved. But with social media, I can hide. And I, I can say to Sean, man, that's a bunch of... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'll never have to even see you. Yeah. So on one hand, it's dangerous 
because people can actually do that. The other dangerous part is, as you indicated, people are developing their self-esteem from it, you know, or, or, or self-hate. There's bullying on there as well. So I think that, like with anything, it's a tool that can be very inspirational, very educational, and we have to uh, encourage everyone, not just young folks, but everyone, to use this tool for inspiration, encouragement, and community building, and not tearing each other down. Yeah. You know, we, it has to be a, a tool for unity, whereas now there are, there are silos of hate, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just mirroring the consciousness in the world, except yeah. that now you have a tool, um, just as uh, human beings went from sticks and stones to bombs and guns, you know, that consciousness was there, but then they had a way to extend it, and now we're, we're dealing with nuclear armaments and gun control. We still have to go back to consciousness so that people understand that they're one with each other. That's, that's, a, that's a big job we have. Yeah, absolutely. And so social media is simply a symptom of the underlying angst of humanity. It's not the problem, it's a symptom. You know, elect electricity is beautiful, but when you put it into an electric chair, it'll kill somebody. Mm. Or it can l light up this light or amplify what we're saying, yeah. you know. But it's, it's, it's the consciousness behind it. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier, and I, I just don't want, don't want to make sure that it gets glanced over, but you mentioned that each person has a, nobody can be them. Right. You know, and that's, it's such a unique, valuable proposition. And your mission is to be, express more of you. That right. can never be duplicated. Right. And so with that said, and, and how we're eyeballing social media with our potential envy or sense of not being enough, um, how can we look at it a little bit differently in understanding our value? Mm -hmm. um, because when you said that earlier, I wanted to talk more about it, but so I'm glad I could circle back to it. Right. First of all, this, this, this great life, whatever name you want to call it, it never repeats itself. There's nothing, there's nothing in the world that's exactly the same as anything else. We're all unique expressions. Every blade of grass is different. Every snowflake that comes out you know, they've, take, they've done experiments where they've taken snow, let it melt, then, then they refroze it and it went back to the original shape, but each shape is different. So there's nothing the same. So we're incomparable. So we have to teach ourselves and become aware that we are unique expressions of whatever this thing we want to call it. So if I do not self-actualize, then who I am as a unique expression of the infinite is not going to be expressed. This piece that I'm to do is not going to happen. You can't do my piece, and I can't do your piece. Only you can do your piece, only I can do my piece. So we all have like a, a mandate from the universe to grow up and mature and to, to be ourselves. So that, what does that give us? It gives us a level of self-love and esteem because I'm the only me yeah. in this entire cosmos with multi-dimensional universes and parallel universes and galaxies, and there's only one me. So if I don't be me, me ain't gonna happen, mm. you know? So, so we wanna encourage people to understand that because what happens is when you don't understand it, you try to make yourself unique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you do all kind of weird things to be unique, yeah. but you're already unique. And so that, that's a... Uh, that's, that's what happens when you go through these stages. You start to realize your uniqueness. You start to fall in love with how you were made and where you were made from. Not just your parents, but before your parents. 
what, that, what, the, what is that life that made you? So that means that everyone has significance, everyone has meaning, everyone's meaningful, everyone has access to the same power, everyone has access to the same intelligence that runs through uh, the entire universe, but am I upping my wattage capacity to allow that energy to flow through me, you see? And, and if we can get that, if we can be taught that, you know, most, most things you learn in school, you don't even use. You know what I mean? So if we can put into school values. When I was going to school, we had a, a grade for citizenship. They don't have that oh, anymore. Oh, yeah. What? Citizenship? It was citizenship, no, man. No you got a grade. <laughs> yeah. You know, how well you <laughs> dealt with your peers. How well, I mean, it went from littering to uh, politeness to listening. It was a citizenship grade. Mm. And, you know, you, got your, you had your arithmetic, you had your reading, and you had citizenship. So there was some kind of value trying to be instilled. We don't have that. You know, we're now trained to have a goal to be whatever the, whatever the meaning of success is in the world. But we, we look at it now and we see that we, celebrity has removed wisdom from the throne. So now, because someone's a celebrity, they're more important than, than a hard worker, just because they're a celebrity. They may be as ignorant as this cup. This cup isn't ignorant, by the way. It's, it's teeming with life, excuse me. Uh, uh, and so we have, to we have to bring back the values of wisdom, compassion, kindness, generosity, intelligence, and put wisdom back on the throne of our society, yeah. you know. And because now kids are looking at people because they have two million likes, yeah. eight million, or they made a lot of money, yeah. but the money's just stagnant, just sitting there and ain't doing nothing, you know. Yeah. That's not success. Yeah. And I know that right now, you know, there's somebody listening who's rising to the occasion to be that person, you know, who's demonstrating wisdom along with the growth and the success as well. Absolutely. Because, you know, that's another thing that helped to really catapult me into a different level of thinking because I, I was very content with just helping people and not being financially successful per se, you know, just kind of getting by until I realized like, no, I want to show these, these kids are like looking at little Wayne mm -hmm. or they're looking at little, little pump or little whoever. Right. And they're wanting to aspire towards that because that's what I had in my environment too, right. you know, and I can show them like, listen, I, I achieved this by doing this. Right. I achieved this by writing books. I right. did this by helping people to feel good. Right. You know, and showing that there's another possibility. And so I, I'm so glad that you talked about that and the fact that like we need to step up and to put ourselves in that position to be seen uh, because there is all this celebrity and like you said, there's a lot of stupid stuff. Right. You know, and very hurtful things going on in that domain. But then there are also people who are understanding their platform and making some shifts and Absolutely. adjustments. We as appreciate well. that. Yeah. You know, you know, in, in, in the in the life visioning book, I talk about the eight structures. We call them unstable structures that you're to stabilize. Now one of those structures is your livelihood and finances. And another structure is body temple, health. Another structure is relationships. Another structure is your participation in the community. Another structure is having a healthy ego. What does that mean? You know, so the idea is we're not throwing any of those things away. We're stabilizing them, which means those parts of your life become an asset. So you want to be financially successful, so that becomes an asset. You want to be physically healthy, so your body becomes an asset. Yeah. You want to be able to have good relationships where your ego isn't crashing all your relationships because that's your support system. Now, 
in the old model of success, when you got those things together, that was called personal success. But personal success is a stepping stone to how you're going to serve. Because it's difficult for you to serve if you can't, you can't be the light of the world if you can't pay your light bill. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's difficult right. to serve if, you, if your finances are askew. It's difficult to serve if, if your body temple is always falling apart. It's difficult to serve if you don't get along with people. So you get those structures together. Now you become a bigger conduit to be of greater service. So we definitely want personal success. But that's not the end game. That's the beginning game. Love it, love it. So you just celebrated a birthday? I did, July I got, 21st. Yes, I got mm -hmm. to see some pictures of you uh, jumping up on a handstand. Headstand. Headstand and then on a, stage. And then a, uh, 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 a cobra, I mean a, a scorpion. Yeah. So all that, you yeah. know, and I think you did like 100 push-ups in addition to it. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you? I, I feel like... I feel like you're just getting warmed up. You, you know? know, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I feel like all the, all the years that I've been teaching are leading to a tipping point for myself, for the agape community. It's like I'm just getting started, yeah. you know. And I think that it's in keeping with when you look at the indigenous cultures and they break up uh, ages and they'll say, you know, until you're 50, you're not even an adult yet. Once you hit 50, now you're an adult. Mm. When you're 80, you're an elder, you know. So I think that, you know, I'm an adult, and I know how things work. I want to be of greater service. So everything that I've done up to this moment is a preparation for my next level of service, come what may, whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Can you let everybody know where they can best connect with you, follow you, uh, get involved in what in what you're doing. Absolutely. They can uh, go to agapelive.com, A-G-A-P-E-L-I-V-E.com, and they can actually watch the teachings every Sunday live right there on the, you know, the 7 o'clock service is primarily meditation, 9 o'clock, 11.30 service, that's the music, the inspiration, the message preceded by a half hour of meditation. They can go to uh, michaelbeckwith.com and check out my website as well. Um, yeah, they can, it's probably where it is right there. I mean, I, I've got the social media, but I'm using it for good. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> Instagram, right. Michael B. Beckwith, Facebook, all of that is there, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm easy, to, I'm easy to find. Awesome, awesome. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm grateful that I found you and you've been such an inspiration. I shared that with you when we first met. I know. I really, uh, you know, right now I'm really reveling in the people that have been affected by the teaching that are doing great things in the world. You know, I was in Costa Rica recently, and I watched five or six of my students just tear it up, mm. and it just made my heart just feel so good. I'm watching students go out and start centers, people like yourself that are affected by the teachings, touching millions of people. That's really, it's really turning me on these days. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. again, that, even that's just getting warmed up as well. Yeah. You know, um, and I just want to thank you for um, having the audacity to say yes yeah. You know, I know it's been presented many times along the way in your story, and I'm just really excited to see what's next, and I'm going to be watching and following, and uh, thank you for coming to hang out with me. Hey, thank you for doing what you're doing. You're making a big difference. Thank you, man. Appreciate thank it. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I hope you really enjoyed this as much as I did, and uh, again, it's really about practice. It was said many times throughout this episode how important the practice is. You don't just get something and you arrive, and it's just 
all sunshine and rainbows from that point on. It's really about developing those uh, mental and emotional and spiritual muscles to be able to modulate and flow through all the things that life is going to pre present you with. And it comes from implementing a practice. So whether that's practices, uh, formal meditation, or it's a practice of mindfulness, it's a practice of uh, visualizing, uh, it's a practice of just uh, loving kindness and being kind to other people, of gratitude, whatever it is, cultivate that practice, work on it daily, and see your world change, all right? Practice your own personal discipline. All right, and I appreciate you so much for tuning in to the show today. And if you got a lot of value out of this episode, please share it out with the people that you care about. And tag me, tag Michael, and uh, let everybody know what you thought of the episode, all right? We've got some incredible stuff coming your way very, very soon, so make sure to stay tuned. Take care, have an amazing day, and I'll talk with you soon.